Welcome to episode five of Collect Football Live. Uh, today we're going to be talking about some vintage cards from Italy. A few things have changed, or not really changed, but just I'm doing a few more things. Basically, I'm taking this audio uh, and turning it into a podcast. So if you can't get to these videos, you can always uh, look up Collect Football on you know your podcast directory and. It should be there. There's a couple that I'm still waiting on. I'm getting approved. Uh, I think Google Podcasts is one of them. But if you're on Apple, it's on there. Um, you can go to Podbean, listen to it, TuneIn, Spotify, you know, just pretty much whatever. So you can do the podcast. You don't have to see my ugly mug. You know, I'll still be kind of be talking about the cards that I'm showing on here. So you're not going to quite get, you know, the same feel as if you're actually able to see some of these cards. But a lot of us can't don't have time to sit down and watch like a 20 30 minute video so listen to it on a drive to work or something like that you know it might be easier to do also you know if you do do that please uh, rate review all that kind of stuff so before we get into italy and actually i probably should have said this about spain too but if you're buying cards from there uh it's it's taken forever for cards to get here so I had bought a card in like middle of August and it just arrived today from Italy. It might actually be beyond the PayPal um, time before you actually get your card. So it's just one of those things where you're either going to have to, fortunately it was only like a $30 card. So I wasn't going to put a claim in because he had already warned me when I bought it that it might take a long time. So, you know, if you're going to buy cards from, I don't have a problem with the UK. That gets here pretty quickly, usually a couple of weeks. Germany, probably three weeks. It's taken a long time for Italy, Spain, and South America. I don't even think they're shipping right now. There's a few cards that are just, I have no idea where they are. So I'm hoping to get them at some point. Uh, it doesn't even show in tracking that it's left the country. So I don't know if they have like a, uh, some sort of shipping, you know, they can't send out to the US or something like that, but. Anyway, just that's something that I have experienced recently. I'm getting a little concerned about some cards. So uh, just something to be, be careful when you're buying stuff uh, in certain countries because it's just going to take forever to get here. What are we going to do? We're going to talk a little bit about some Italian cards. I'm going to try to knock this out pretty quickly because it's halftime for the NFL games. And I want to catch most of those. Basically, in Italy, it's very much like Spain in a way that uh, a lot of the cards are from chocolates. The two that you see here are are kind of your typical chocolate cards. It's about the the size, the basic size of the cards are in this range. I mean, there's a lot of different different sizes, of course, just like any any country. But I would say of the chocolate cards, this is pretty typical what you're seeing on the screen in front of us. So it's almost like a tobacco card in a way. You'll see that a lot of the cards on the back have stains because it's literally melted chocolate that's on the, the back of the cards varying quality of cards the one on the left is actually older than the one on the right but it's just the way the printing is and the cardboard and everything it just it's not holding very well compared to the one on the left the left's much more of a quality photograph that's the zaini chocolato zaini on the left 
that's probably the one that you'll see the most of if you're searching for Italian chocolate cards, that brand, or a lot of them actually don't even have a brand on them, uh, but it looks very similar. It won't have necessarily have the advertisement that's in the top right corner. It'll just be the photograph with the person's name. That is that. I'm just going to show some examples right now, some cards, and then we'll kind of go over some of the big name players. This is a, a pretty rare card. Like, I mean, I only know of maybe three or four examples of this type of card, not even necessarily this particular player. So really nice card, very ornate. One of the players I'll be talking about, uh, there's a card of him like that. Actually, uh, somebody that I know has one, and it's just a gorgeous card. This also has that gold flake paint on it that just makes it look, you know, a little classy. That's actually Stagni Petrozolo, I believe, is the uh, the company. I think that's right. Let's get into some players. So the, the number one guy, and this is going to be early 60s and before. So I'm going to stick to pre-war right now. You know, later on, we'll go on. And we'll start looking at a little bit more of the 50s, 60s, 70s in each of the countries. But Giuseppe Meazza, who's the bottom, uh, the player in the bottom of this photo, he is probably the most well-known uh, slash collectible pre-war Italian player or a player from uh, that Italian cards are made of. Inter Milan, there's, you know, actually AC Milan and Inter Milan play at the San Siro. And the stadium is actually called the Stadio Giuseppe Meazza. So he played for both teams, uh, mainly Inter, played in two World Cups, won two World Cups. So he's one of very few people that have ever won, you know, multiple World Cups. He is by far probably the top name. The next name uh, is Silvio Piola. He played in the th 30s. So Meazza played mainly late 20s to like the early 40s-ish. Piola played like kind of the early 30s to like the late 40s. And it might even squeaked into the 50s. I can't recall. But... Silvio Piola actually has the most goals ever in the top tier of Italian football. He's, and he actually has the, he still holds the record for most goals in Serie A. So um, not only just Serie A, but even when they didn't have Serie A, when you add his goals from the other one, he leads all time for uh, the top level. So he's a, he's a big time person to collect. Those are really the two main guys. I mean, there's a lot of guys like, so there's a lot of players that came from South America and played in the Italian league. I'm not really going to get into their names in this because I'm going to talk more about them when we start talking about South America. It was a little different back in the day, like players that are from Argentina and then went and played in Italy ended up being able to play for the Italian national team. So like the 1934 uh, World Cup team has some really major players from uh, South America playing on that team. It's kind of like the U.S. stealing players from all the other countries to play for them. So, <laughs> But, I mean, that's kind of how it worked back then. And it was very common. Just as long as you lived, probably you had to have some sort of heritage. But even if you already played for another country, you could also play for the other national team. So those are the two big names for, like, goal scorers. Then the, probably the next guy is actually the goalkeeper back then, uh, who is the winning goalkeeper for uh, Italy in the World Cup, uh, Giampiero Cambi. So he's C-O-M-B-I. He is one of the, like, 
along with Ricardo Zamora in Spain, he was one of like those top three guys that were goalkeepers back in the 20s, 30s range. So he's probably another good ad. He played for the top team in Italy, you know, so just just one of those guys that if you're looking for goalkeepers, he's he's a good one to add. So those are my three main ones for pre-war. Once you get after like 1945, and well, Valentino Mazzola, uh, if you're looking at that sheet up above, he played for Torino. He was considered like one of the best players in the world, if not the best player in the world in the 40s, the late 40s in particular. The Torino team was like just unstoppable Italian soccer at that point. They won like five championships in a row. He was like an attacking midfielder and just uh, just a complete package. Uh, that team actually, everybody died in a plane crash. So 1949 or 1950, right in that range, like this incredible team was no more. And so Mazzola was the top guy and he's probably the top guy to collect from that that team. There's a lot of cards that were made of him after his death. So, you know, finding cards from beforehand is ideal, obviously. I believe that that sheet is from 1947 or 1948. So it was, you know, a year or two before the, the crash. But he is definitely worth an ad. And actually his son became one of the best players, you know, in Italy. His son was seven when he died in the crash, and the son became like a great footballer in Italy for his career. And actually, one of his brothers played as well. And his name was Sandro Mazzola or Alessandro, but most of the time you'll see Sandro. Then the last one as an Italian player is Dino Zoff, who was one of the, uh, he was a goalkeeper for Italy for a long time. He's ranked like number five overall when they did a rating of goalkeepers all time. He was, so Dino Zoff, Z-O-F-F. So that's it. You know, there basically, then the next photo is, um, this is a Pelé. It's a Stella. Um, it's from 1962. Italy actually made one of the Pelé rookies. Um, it's v- Vav, V-A-V is the uh, brand. And it's got him and one other player on it. They were very, uh, very aware of uh, him. Even early on, you know, they did, it was probably during the World Cup, so they had an issue with a lot of the Brazilian players. And um, you can find a lot of Brazilian players from Italian issues, particularly, I want to say from like the 61 to 68, 69 range. There's a ton of um, Brazil. Actually, one of the cards I just got in the mail today was a 1968 or 1967, 1968 Santos team card. So they even had Santos, uh, which was his professional team. They were making cards of that um, in 1967, 68. And I think they may have done a tour over there, and that's where that came from. I think that pretty much covers the, the main players that I think are the major collectibles. The one thing, I like I said, I would really be concerned about is just if you're going to buy stuff from over there, make sure that you're going to be patient because it's going to take a while to get to you. Basically, what I'm going to do is of those five players I listed, my goal is to find what I, I consider a good buy for a card for each of those players. And then I'm going to like share it in my Discord. So if you if you want to join the Discord, the link is in the uh, description on the YouTube page. 
I think like each day, one for each day, Tuesday through Saturday, I'll share a link for one of each of those players during the day. And, you know, maybe you guys will like the card and pick it up at it. And I think it'll be a decent deal. So a short one today. I uh, just want to get back to watch some NFL. So sorry about that. I uh, wish I, I had more to share about this, but I, I got the main five players that I think are are worth checking out. There's actually a bunch of other, like I said, from South America. So we'll just go from there. But I'll do, you know, I'll talk about those when we get to South America because that's where they originally started playing. With that being said, you know, just check out my website, collectfootball.com. That's it. I appreciate you guys taking time out to listen to me babble. And I don't, I'm not sure if I was able to get that much information out to you, but those are the big hitters. If you have any questions, you know, I am more than happy to answer them. So I appreciate checking it out. And, I'll talk to you next time.